Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Welcome to The Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, Jennifer LeClaire here with you, senior leader of the Awakening House of Prayer, founder of the Ignite Network. We're talking about the apostolic today, the apostolic today. I've been moving in the apostolic anointing since 2002. That was when I entered an apostolic church and came under a very, very strong apostle, a man of God who was really one of the pioneers of the apostolic. And so I have been under this anointing, under this grace for many, many years. And God has been forming me and shaping me and teaching me. Uh, Many years ago, I wrote an article called Bacon, Eggs, and Apostolic Grit. You can find that out there on the internet. I wrote it in about 2003, talking about the apostolic grace, the apostolic grit. Uh, There's so much that the believer can receive from the grace of an apostle. And that's what we want to talk about today. I'm here with Apostle Jonathan Stidham. Say hello. Hello, everybody. How are you? Thanks again for inviting me on. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're going to talk about this whole thing. Let's just set some foundation, though, because if you are out there and you're a heresy hunter, then you don't believe in apostles. So we want to just give you scripture so that you can have something to base your faith on. The Bible says in Ephesians 4.11 that Jesus, after he ascended on high, gave some to be apostles. Some, not all, some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith, to the full stature of Jesus Christ. Now, since we're not yet to the full stature of Jesus Christ, since we have not yet come to the unity of the faith, we must conclude that apostles are still necessary for today. Is that right, Apostle John? Absolutely. I would agree. In fact, um, if you look in and you reference that scripture, the unity of the faith, that's actually the coming together, the meeting of Jesus uh, when the the days of grace and the days of favor come to a conclusion uh, and Mm. we are with Christ. So, amen. 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 Now, of course, when Jesus returns, we won't need any more signs or wonders or miracles. We won't need any more apostles or prophets. Uh, But we see in the Bible that Jesus gave apostles to the church. Mm -hmm. And part of what the apostle does 
is impart an apostolic grace to the believer. So many people ask me, what is the most powerful anointing? Is it the anointing of a prophet? Is it the anointing of an evangelist that does signs and wonders? Is it the anointing of an apostle? And my answer is no. The most powerful anointing is the anointing of a believer who is equipped with the grace of an apostle, the grace of a prophet, the grace of an evangelist, a pastor and teacher. That is a fully equipped believer and you can do anything that God tells you to do when you are fully equipped, fully prepared, fully ready. And so today we want to talk about some of the things that the apostolic grace will do for you, including giving you that muscle, that strength to endure trials. Because I know many people out there in the body of Christ are going through through trials. I mean, I'm going through one right now and so are a lot of other people. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that um, when we study the scripture, when we begin to conclude that the gifts, the office was the breaking of the fivefold, the mantles um, into the being of people, the person of people, then we realize the scripture never said that they went away. And so yeah. I always talk to people when we're talking about the apostolic, the prophetic, the pastoral. One time in the Bible, it said pastors, and I have a great emphasis. In fact, I have many of pastors on staff. But one time in the Bible, it said pastor, and it's right alongside where it says apostle. So we need it. And you're extremely right, uh, Apostle Jennifer, when we're talking about the responsibility of these offices isn't for idol worship. It is to lay the foundation of the church that the believers become the ministers. The, the, they become the fullness of the gospel. They become Become, uh, they become the sent ones. They become the prophetic ones. They become the shepherds. They become the teaching ones. They become the soul winners. That every believer um, needs to have that facet that we are called in our everyday life to win souls in our families and our communities um, that we need to learn how to prophesy over ourselves, prophesy over our children, prophesy. You shouldn't have to call a prophet every time something's going on. <laughs> you should have the ability to do it yourself. You got to learn how to build. You got to learn how to warfare. The apostles are uh, are strategic instruments for building, for warfare. Yes. For yes. uh, for being ox, Ezekiel said, I saw the ox and the eagle, where the ox is treading the ground, we're pioneering new things. And in, in your own life as a believer, one of the greatest transfers of an apostle is that you become an ox for your family, breaking generational curses, becoming the first of many things. Uh, envisioning yourself in greater places, uh, becoming stronger in your ability to stand against the wiles of the enemy, the wiles of the devil, um, and so forth. So I'm excited about this conversation. Yeah, yeah. No, this is much needed. I think that when people think of apostles, they they many times think of building and planting, which is which is absolutely true. Apostles are planters. They're builders. But apostles are also governors. They, they govern mm-hmm. in the spirit. They govern in their homes. That apostolic grace will help you to govern. Uh, that ap- the Bible says first apostles, then prophets. And so we see that apostles are, are proton believers. They go first many times. They're mm-hmm. pioneers. They are forerunners. Uh, and so they deal with order and all these things. But there's a certain grace that the apostolic carries that will strengthen you in a trial. Now, I want to show you this. I read secular books as well as uh, Christian books, not bad secular books, not the romance novels, God forbid, but just books like this one here. Uh, this is uh, Angela Duckworth's book, uh, Grit, The Power and Passion of Perseverance. And I've been talking about apostolic grit mm-hmm. uh, for, you know, what, uh, almost 20 years. And, you know, grit, they've done studies. This book right here has a study in it. And it talks about how all things else being equal, 
grit is what makes the difference between somebody finishing and somebody quitting, between somebody giving up and somebody going on to win the prize, between somebody building a business successfully and somebody going bankrupt. Grit makes the difference. And the apostolic apostolic anointing, the apostolic grace is a gritty grace. It gives you uh, this, uh, this don't quit attitude. You know, I've always said, Apostle John, if there's any one thing, any one thing that I could point to for my success, it's not the anointing. Of course, I could not succeed without the anointing, but we all have the anointing and many of us fail anyway. It's not the anointing. It's, it's not, it's not a, a, a gift or a talent. Uh, I, you know, thank God I have gifts and talents. God's given us all gifts and talents. If there is one thing that I could point to that would uh, describe why I have been uh, so successful and I have made such an impact and I hope to make a greater one. It is the apostolic grit. It is my refusal to give up. It is my determination to never quit. And I've had plenty of reasons to, and so have you, but this apostolic grit, this grace has helped me muscle through the trials of life more than once. Absolutely. And you can be uh, an apostolic believer, and I yeah. start prophet, pastor, teacher, and evangelist. It's not just it's the apostles, just like you said, we're protons, we're first sent in. We are the establishment of kingdom government. Apostles are sent in to change the mindset of a region. It is to it is where the absent of uh see, I I I I oftentimes when I minister, I tell people in Genesis one, when God created the heavens and the earth, it wasn't so that he could have a kingdom. God is a kingdom by himself. Yes. He is a complete kingdom by himself. And the reason he established the heavens and the earth was so that we could clearly see the counsel, the mindset of God pertaining to the way he thinks, he views, and the way he moves on subjects. It was the manifestation of his mind. And so apostles are are people that, that are honed into the counsel, the authoritative mindset of God. And he sends them into regions and they're, they have thick skin. So, so where yes. many people would run from warfare, would get, would give up in warfare, that apostolic grit, like you said, causes us to continue to apply. In fact, most apostles, the greater the warfare, uh, yes. the, 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 really the greater the mindset of I'm not, it's like, you can't win. I'm not going to let the enemy win. So that's more of an apostolic mindset. Like I know this stinks and I know this hurts and I know this is frustrating, but something me drives greater the more the warfare so uh, the hotter it gets the more i want to go forward the more i want to apply because we have this understand we want to break the back of the enemy and so that once that apostolic is sent into a region it is to change the mindset into the kingdom government it is the mindset of god and so apostles the reason they're sent in first is because they're the they're the grace that that is is sent to grow up whatever grace is missing in a region so that we can walk and we can work in tandem with one another so they have the backbone to resist to stand to plow in the midst of warfare so that the prophets and the teachers and the pastors and the evangelists can be brought up, can spring forth out of the ground, can spring forth out of the region, and the believers can can have shelter to learn, to be equipped, to 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 get greater understanding. They become a strong tower so for equipping centers, for revival centers, for places yes. that really want to grow people up in the kingdom, and they're the ones who are going to take the brunt of the attack. I've never met an apostle, a real apostle, who doesn't take the brunt of the attack so other people can advance. They can be equipped in a peaceful setting. They can be equipped under his shelter. They can be equipped in a place that's fortified and resolved by kingdom government. Wow, that's so good. That's absolutely right. That The apostolic is a grow-up group. 
grace. The, the apostle will put a demand on you to mature. When I say demand, I don't mean mean spirited. I don't mean abusive. But when you're yeah. in an apostolic church and that apostolic grace and anointing is all around and about you, it challenges you. It, it causes you to, to, to rise up. And some people can't handle it, so they run. So I guess I should say it this way. The apostolic grace is a grow-up grace. It'll cause you to rise up or it'll cause you to run. Some people aren't ready for it. But I want to give you the scripture because we talked about the uh, how the apostolic grace will help you, you know, muscle through the trials, that muscle, that grit, that grace. Look at, I've got two passages. I'm just going to read one at a time and mm-hmm. comment. But look here in 2 Corinthians 11, verses 16 through 33. This is a long passage, but I want you to see that, that Paul, what he endured, and he endured it, yes, because of his revelation of Jesus Christ, but also because of that apostolic grace that was on his life. And the Bible yep. says, whatever anyone else dares to boast about, I'm speaking as a fool. I also dare to boast about. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Abraham's descendants? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am out of my mind to talk like this. I am more. He says this, I have worked much harder. Let me stop Mm -hmm. there. The apostolic grace will cause you and push you and propel you to work harder. He said, I've worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews, the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. And once I was pelted with stones, three times I was shipwrecked. I spent day and night in the open sea. I've been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from the Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country. This guy couldn't catch a break. In danger at sea (laughs) and in danger from false believers. Did he say false believers? My, my, my. I have labored and toiled and have gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and I have often gone without food. I've been cold and naked besides everything else. Now listen, 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 listen. Besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches who is weak and I do not feel weak who is led into sin and I do not inwardly burn. This is a guy, the apostle Paul, who shows us what an apostle must endure, but the same apostolic grace that was on him can come upon you when you receive the impartation from sitting under the anointing and the teaching and the fellowship, the relationship of an apostle. Can you bring me my Bible really quick? I want to read. I got a scripture I want to read to you. Um, I think it's in my. Uh, oh, never mind, I got it. Um, I, it just so goes with that apostle Jennifer that I was like, man, I've got to read this. Um, Acts chapter six. Oh come and on! And this is one of my favorite apostolic passages because this passage is about a man named Stephen. Um, and if you guys remember the, the, in this, in this scripture, the context of it would be that there's many ministries going on. They're beginning to argue who's going to do this, who's going to do that. The apostle says, look, this isn't what we're supposed to be doing. The apostle is not going to be like, when you're under an apostle, don't expect them to be like a pastor. They're not going to be like a pastor. Now apostles should be shepherds. Yes. They should care. Listen, here's the difference. Pastors shepherd you, apostles shepherd your process. Wow, that's good. Pastors will shepherd you in your now. They will shepherd your experience, your what you're going through. Apostles will shepherd your process. They are always looking at, okay, what do you need to do to, to rise above, to get through, to go through, to you're here, you're there. So they are shepherding your next. 
They're shepherding your process. But in Acts 6, they run into a problem. The apostles like, look, we're not supposed to be doing this. We're supposed to be praying and being given ourselves to the word of God. Pick people of your own. Listen, if, if, if in the church today we did that and the church could actually pick people by themselves and not cause a fight or a split in the church, I would think that the rapture was going to happen immediately because we just don't have enough fortitude anymore. Um, yeah. But it's because we kick the apostolic out of the church and, and yeah. we don't have a grown up people, a very taught kingdom minded people. But the only part I wanted to read was verse five and verse eight. It says, everyone liked the idea and they chose the following, Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Now, Stephen gets brought before the apostles. The apostles lay hands on them. And verse eight, then it says, Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power. Verse Mm. five, Stephen is a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. The apostles lay hands on him. And now it says, Stephen, a man full of grace and power. Yeah. What happened? A spiritual transfer took place through the apostolic. There was a yes. growing up. There was a maturing. There was a DNA shift within his spirit to become who he was created to be. That's why we need apostles in the land. That's why we need the apostolic grit. Just like Paul said, look, I've endured all these things. I've grown in all these things. I've become who I'm supposed to be. Apostles will ensure that when you're in their presence, you're going to become who you're, you're either going to become who you're created to be or you're going to run. <laughs> Because That's you're, you're going to say, man, I, I can't do this. I can't work like this. I can't. Because they're going to push you and push you and push you until you That's become right. your destiny. That's it. The apostolic will put a demand on you to rise up. Now, here's the thing. Apostles understand a brand new. Don't get scared out there now. The apostles understand. So we need the evangelists to get the soul saved. All right? right. And then the evangelist brings them to the church. And then they. They get the pastor. The pastor loves on them, counsels them, gets them all cleaned up, cleans the fish. And then they go to the teacher who teaches them the word of God. They get stable. They get, uh, they begin to mature and to grow. Then here comes the prophet casting out all them devils. They got the word at them. Now we can cast the devils out because they won't be swept clean. Get them filled with the Holy Ghost. And then the apostles, okay, now you're saved. You're healed. You're equipped. You know how to prophesy. Now it's time for you to step into your destiny. And yes, there's going to be warfare, but the apostolic grace will help you to identify even your calling. That's part of what the apostle does. Mm -hmm. The apostle is a visionary and the apostle can see the gifts of God on the inside of you. The prophet can too, but the apostle has an uncanny measure of an ability to see in you your gift mix and then wants you to get eternal rewards. So pushes and presses and equips and trains and loves and all of those above. Amen. 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 I love it. (laughs) Amen. Let me read you this other scripture here real quick, though. Okay. I want you to get this in your spirit. Second Corinthians four verses seven through 15. Paul says this, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side. This was a man who understand how to walk through trials. He says, we are hard pressed on every Mm -hmm. side. You ever felt like you've been hard pressed on every side? He said, we've been hard pressed on every side yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always caring about in the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life of Jesus may be also manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered for death for Jesus' sake, but the life of Jesus may be manifested in our mortal flesh so that death is working in us, 
what lies in you. If you're going to, 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 to lay down your life for Jesus, I'm telling you what, the apostolic grace will help to sustain you. It's different than the pastoral grace. The pastoral grace will comfort you. Here's the thing. The apostle... Uh, the, the apostle equips you for the grace of building, the grace of advancing, the grace uh, of, of planting. The, gra- the, the pastoral grace equips you for the grace to counsel, the grace to, to love on people. The, the teaching grace equips you to impart the word, the prophet to uh, have hunger and intimacy for God and to prophesy. So, But the apostolic grace, there's this something built into it. It's, it's what I call, again, grit that will help you to muscle through mm-hmm. the trials of life. And you need this grace. You got, you got it. You got it. If you're not around an apostle, you know what? You, you, you got to find one. You got to find an apostolic church because if you're going through trial after trial, after trial, after trial, and, and you're not, and you feel like you're wanting to give up and you don't have the strength, the apostolic is missing in your life somewhere. Yeah, I concur completely. And, and, you know, here's the thing. Um, you know what? Yeah. I want you to keep going. Cause it's yeah. Good. Well, it, it, it's good. We, we have to understand we can't, and I know Apostle John said this before, but we can't expect uh, an apostle to act like a pastor. Uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. you're abusing the apostle. See, mm-hmm. many people expect the apostle to, to be sweet and precious and all these things. And it's not that apostles can't flow in a pastoral gift. The apostles can actually touch all five uh, as the Lord wills. But the apostle is, is not going to baby you. The apostle mm-hmm. is going to love you. But the way, see, here's the thing. Even, look, 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 look. A real apostle, Paul actually compared himself to a mother hen. Okay, so there is yeah, right. a nurturing side to the apostle. Don't don't understand right. that the apostolic grace is not without a nurturing uh, dimension. Uh, but the apostolic grace is a, is a grow up grace. And if you have not advanced spiritually to the degree that you want, could it be possible that you have not partaken yet of this grace to help strengthen you? I mean, hey, you got to consider: are, are you missing something that you need out of this fivefold? Yeah, I often tell people that prophets see the blueprints, but apostles build the blueprints. And what the apostolic grace does in your life is you'll be you can be sent into regions where pastors aren't writing books and worship teams aren't writing music and um, and the prophetic isn't flowing and miracles aren't yeah. being heard of. And now you're sent in to dig that well. So the persecution comes from the place of comfort, but God has to offend people's minds in order to move them forward in the kingdom. And so apostles become offenders of mindsets because they will challenge religion. They will challenge normalities. They will challenge uh, cultural relevancies. You know, they, they challenge those places. Why? Because we are trying to advance the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven suffereth by the violence taken by force. And it doesn't mean you have to be mean or rude. I'm so against, uh, we need more apostles of love that can, Stand firm, but stand in love. And love corrects, it rebukes, it admonishes, it exhorts, it, it rejoices when truth wins out. So there are times, and one thing you have to understand about apostles is that that when they're addressing something with grit, if they're not addressing a person, they're addressing a spirit. I remember one time yeah. that this person, I looked at them and their face shifted. It literally looked at me like, and a demon came out of their face. And I can, you know, and people were so upset. I can't believe you would talk to that person like that. I said, I wasn't talking to that person. I was, I was addressing a demon and you can't address hell. Like you would address a person. There's a difference. You got to know it. I remember stories about Smith Wigglesworth and Smith Wigglesworth would punch people and they would get healed. And one time the, the, you know, the news came out for the uh, paper, the newspaper came out and they asked Smith, they said, Smith, why do you punch people? He said, I don't punch people. About that time, somebody rolled a paralyzed person up to him and he punched him right in the stomach (laughs) and they got up and ran. And he said, Smith, you just punched that guy. He said, I didn't punch that guy. I punched a demon and he got away. 
And so, and so, <laughs> and so there's this grit that comes because we're tear down, we're tearing down and we're building up, we're tearing down and building up. And so you'll, you'll be sitting in the region and all of a sudden you write a book and it becomes a breakthrough. Then many pastors and evangelists and pastors and prophets begin to write uh, books. You begin to challenge your praise and we got to get into the prophetic flow and we got to build, uh, we got to write our own songs, the songs of heaven, the yes. now songs so that we can go forth in these things. Apostles are about the now words of the Lord, the rhema words of the Lord, bringing them into fruition, yep. building, building what God is saying. Prophets yes. will prophesy it. Apostles want to build upon it. Okay. Right. You just prophesy that the rain's coming, then we better build pots uh, uh, that hold the rain. You know? yes. So it's forever shifting and ever moving and nothing's ever the same. Under a pastoral grace, everything's always the same. You can walk into church 20 years later and they're probably doing the same thing because pastors yeah. are great managers. Nothing wrong with that. They're maintainers. Yeah. An apostle, you every month something's changing, every day something's changing. It, you know, depending on what <laughs> yeah. they're seeing because they're 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 literally pulling the blueprints, the prophetic words, the Rhema words of God into your now, into your, what you can see. So, yeah. Yep. That's it. That's it. Listen, I want to do another one of these on the apostolic because it's so misunderstood. There, there's only yeah. been two new books on the apostolic in like in the past 15 or 20 years. It's just a couple new ones just came out that are good. But listen, I do have launching in, is it launching in April? The end of March. Yeah. Launching in April, I had the School of the Apostles. And it's for not just apostles, but apostolic people who want to learn more about this anointing, about this grace, how to move. Any believer can move in an apostolic anointing. The Lord told me many years ago, actually, it was about 2007. He told me that there there was going to be an apostolic anointing in the last days that was going to be very manifest on all the fivefold so that you would have true apostolic evangelists Mm -hmm. who wouldn't just go out itinerantly and preach, but would build centers of equipping and training and this apostolic apostolic thrust was going to come on all the fivefold. And we're even seeing that now. It's been, what, 12 years since I prophesied. We're seeing that now with like Todd White building that big, you know, place out there in Dallas to equip people. And so we're seeing this apostolic is becoming uh, a forefront in the minds of many. And I want to invite you to be part of the School of the Apostles. You can go online, schoolofthespirit.tv. You can check that out. Of course, uh, Apostle John and I both have uh, apostolic networks his is called it's called kingdom global right mm-hmm. King, kingdom global and you can find his website at jsglobal.com you can go to the school of the apostles at school of the spirit.tv and you can find the ignite network at ignitenow.org we're both planting he's planting churches i'm planting houses of prayer and we're working together on a lot of things because apostles do build and plant so connect with apostle john connect with me but don't miss the opportunity to get in into this school of the apostles starting in April. And it's, I I don't see anybody else out there and don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there is no one, but I haven't found, I researched a study before I did this and I didn't see any really legit looking schools of the apostles out there to equip the believer, not just the apostle, but the believer. So go to school, and get enrolled in that. There's lots of other stuff. There's also free stuff for you there. Get involved in that. Also get my free book, angels of releasing the angels of abundant harvest at tinyurl.com slash angel book free. Go get it while we still have some tinyurl.com slash angel book free. Apostle John, you have anything else you want to say? Tell them about your network, your church, or do something. <laughs> no, I'm excited for you. And I, I really implore of you guys to connect with Apostle Jennifer. 
listen to the man of honor. All right, guys, bless you. We'll be back and do another one of these. Be sure you sign up for the Seer Zone. That's on my Eventbrite, jenniferlaireeventbrite.com. Go there. We're going to do another Seer Zone in about 10 days. You don't want to miss that. God bless you guys. We'll be back with you soon. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or sew into Operation Liberation, our missions arm, at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.